This is Entertainment Talk TV episode 4. I'm your host as always, Matthew. Joining me today is Robert. How are you doing, Robert? Uh, it's good. It's fall here, so the leaves are changing color, the temperatures start to cool off. It's just a cool time to be in Indiana this time of year. It's really fun. Cool. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, I um, was just setting up you know, the uh, podcast, because I like to do that beforehand. Uh, then I went and played, uh, I actually finished the episode of Lost that I was watching, I'll, I guess I'll get to that moment, uh, and then I played a bit more of um, Last of Us, I'm actually near the end, but what I'm going to do is try to platinum the game, which will require three playthroughs, because there's hard, and then there's, um, I think it's crushing difficulty, and then there's like crushing plus or something, so I'll, I'll try and do all of those, because uh, I'm get, guessing that once I do hard, play it on hard, it will unlock the achievements for normal and easy, uh, I, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, that's usually how that works. I mean, I wouldn't mind playing it. Would, if it didn't work like that, it would actually be easy, because I, I would play normal, it would be easier, then I'd finish that, then I'd play easy, and then it'd be even easier, and then I'd finish that, so it'd be, uh, that'd be quite interesting. Um, but yeah, what have you been watching this week? Well, this week, the rest of the CW has the premiere. Okay. And then we had the Legends of Tomorrow premiere, uh-huh. and yeah. we had the second episode for Arrow and Flash to kind of give you a sense of where those seasons were going. Okay. And then Supernatural started season 11 this week, too. Season 11. It's, get, it's getting in the high numbers. Yep. Uh, so what's your kind of spoiler if we take on, on some of those that you saw? Uh, Supergirl I liked. Uh, this isn't a spoiler because this has been in all the adverts. They did introduce the Superman character. Yeah. Uh, they're keeping the tone of the show very light. Cool. Um, I can see how some people might be angry of adding the Superman character since it's so supposed to be about Supergirl. But I think it rounds out the show very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flash, they're starting to get more into the after effects of Flashpoint. Okay. So I'll just say that and won't go into the specifics. Okay. Arrow, they're going to keep that, you know, stupidly gritty for no reason. <laughs> and mm. I don't know if I'll even continue watching this show, which I probably will just for the continuity between the other shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow was interesting. Um, I'm not quite sure what's going on with the with the writers on that show, but the character had three separate lesbian scenes. Wow. Okay, that's uh. Yeah. So apparently she has a new retcon superpower, and that is lesbianism. Right. Interested to see how that plays out. Because um, we're aware the character's, that... a, the character's a lesbian because she's been in those kind of scenes before. But uh, yeah, I mean it's not, a, it's is, not a sh- yeah, it's not a yeah, it's not bad, but it's like. Surprising. Oh, I yeah. didn't complain. Yeah. It's just it's weird that they're taking up that much story time moving off of the Rip Hunter character into more of the team taking over that role, and they just spent so much time doing that. Mm. It was kind of weird as a choice. Mm. Um, I did finally finish up Luke Cage. Okay. I liked that a yeah. lot. Okay. I also was correct. The reason why they don't say any of the actual movie Marvel characters is some weird oh, okay. licensing oh. rule. So they're not allowed to name them by name. Uh, the only reason why in that many turns out there's an actual rapper slash DJ that went by back in the nineties. And so they could say that technically because they're okay. referencing him so the Marvel character. Random characters and call them Thor and 
<laughs> it could do it that way. Could, yeah. yeah, that's why they say the, they say the flag waver and the big news. They can nod to it, but not specifically. That's interesting. Okay. Um, and they had the supernatural. So it's going to go yeah. really interesting. I don't know how many. I don't know what that does. That's always been huge. So and it's pretty not super powerful. Like, in, yeah, they're powerful. And I've strangely not spoken to a hardcore supernatural fan. I've people watch it and really like it, but I don't know if there's anyone that likes it more than I am. Like I haven't had any occasion with those kind of factors. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the uh, UK chapter. And from what I can tell in the first episode, that concept is going to be great, at least in the first few episodes. I don't know if seen because they didn't introduce a big bad yet, or any kind of real concept yeah. of a bad monster for the season like they had in previous ones. So I'm, I'm thinking that the Yay Men of Letters is be at least not a big bad, but a source of plot. I think maybe it's Duke. We've been, from what I heard, we've been fairly far behind the US Supernatural, but we're like getting closer. So that that's good for us. Um, anything else you've been watching? Oh, bits of this and that, some YouTube videos, okay. nothing really going on. Um, yeah, so I watched last night's season finally, New Girl, which E4 decided to do a well, Given the cliffhanger the 21st episode, it was like, and I said you continued, I was like, yeah, it is. I'm going to fast forward through these couple of adverts because I, I decided to watch it slightly late so that I could just fast forward through the adverts. Um, so I, it, it was good to kind of have the double there and even fast forward through the adverts so I can get the answer straight away. Because uh, I, I feel like I can spoil this because it's been so many months since it's aired in, in the um, the US. That basically, uh, Cece and Schmidt go to have their wedding, which isn't a spoiler because that's like a build, that's like the season build up, season kind of story. Uh, they go to have their wedding and um, Schmidt basically, he leaves and it's it's like the cliffhanger, it's like, why has he left in the middle of the night kind of thing. Um and then it's basically explained that because in his vows to Cece, he wants to, I'm not sure if he said eternally happy, but very happy or something like that. And he said that, like, Cece will be miserable if uh, her mom's not at the wedding. So he actually takes a flight to, I can't remember where, I think it's like Seattle or something like that, um, to go and get the mum. And then while he's in, in the air on the flight, the mother actually turns up anyway. And then they have this weird, like, Part of the wedding where he's on the plane, he's using like FaceTime or Skype or that kind of thing, uh, and he get back, he gets back like for right at the end. It, it's kind of interesting, and then they have to like pull these pranks to, like the rest of the group has to pull these pranks to um, like delay the wedding so that nobody's like suspicious. Uh, so there was some good comedy there, and from uh, Winston's character as well, there was some good comedy. Um, but yeah, it was a good episode, and I look forward to seeing, because six seasons is a lot for a show, especially for like 20 plus episodes, so it'll be interesting where they go next season. Um, and, oh yeah, I forgot, I actually need to watch the last like two minutes, because I set the timer for 8.58 instead of 10, so I had the last two minutes cut off, uh, so I can't actually talk about what happened right at the end, because I didn't see it. Uh, so I'll have to go and watch that. But uh, you said you haven't seen New Girl before, but you've watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah, I watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I did see the episode where they did the crossover. And it was basically just a one-on-one -on -one scene. It was her and Adam Sandberg. Uh, the scenario is is that he's somewhere, and he has to get a car. And he does that whole cliche, I'm a cop, give me your car. Which, by the way, legally they cannot do oh, here okay. in the States. But it's a cliche thing they do as a plot point, and she's the one driving the car. And so they just have this really 
bizarre hyperkinetic back and forth that <laughs> makes no sense because I have well it makes no sense to me because I have no context for okay. her in that character. Yeah. Um, but past that, I mean, they 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 riffed pretty well, but it's not really anything interesting. Okay. I'll see what um, I probably won't, I won't get to see it till next uh, year, but I can I, I can wait. It's usually usually like a summer show over here. It runs from like June, July to like October, November. So uh, yeah, I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Brooklyn Nine Nine will be back, for that, so I'll be interested. Where, where they go with it that way. That way. Uh, apart from that, I watched Nashville as well last night, um, which had some interesting follow-up from uh, the death of a particular character. Uh, in terms of deaths, I don't want to mention that spoilery because that's quite like a big spoiler. Um, uh, a death of a particular character, it was quite shocking, and they've kind of had some follow-up to that. And then one of the young characters in the show, I think her name's Maddie, uh, she... Um, basically got a lot of attention for going on stage with Julia and Sony offered her a contract and all this sort of stuff. And the mum was like, um, you're too young and all this sort of stuff. And uh, her and Deacon come up with basically the idea that the their two young daughters uh, can do their music together under the supervision of of the two parents, uh, which is the daughter, the older daughter takes it to be like, a controlling thing, so I'm interested to see where that goes. Uh, but it is kind of, I don't know, we had eight episodes of it this season, and um, there's, I think there's like 22. So sometimes it can be a long season, but they put quite a bit of a story in, like there was different things with the concerts that were going on, and then there's of course the, the musical scenes and stuff like that. So it it, it was really good. It's uh, I feel like it's kind of picked up its pace a bit in this season because it, it started off maybe slightly slow. Um, like in sort of episode three to five, that kind of thing. But in a long season like that, you're bound to get a little bit of slowdown. So, uh, yeah, it, it was quite good. Uh, I watched, uh, I don't know if you've heard of the British TV show called The Fall. I may have mentioned it before. I can't remember. I think you've mentioned it before, but I haven't been able to find it on any kind of like streaming service okay. here. I, so. I would guess it would be on like BBC America. I'm not sure, but that's where I just guess. I, I've never yeah. you guys do the UK uh, TV over there. So all I know is that Doctor Who is on. Really, the only BBC thing America. we get, the only thing we get for BBC America is reruns of Doctor Who, and reruns of Top Gear, and then just random shows that nobody's ever heard okay. of. I heard that Humans, which is on Channel Four, is running on BBC America. I'm not sure if it's started yet. I doubt it has because it hasn't started okay yet. Uh, that starts in a couple of weeks. It has a little bit. The only kind of newish new show that we get about the same time as okay, Orphan Black, yeah, which is a really good show. Well. I'm uh, some way through the second season. I'm almost like halfway. Uh, so that's... Yeah, it gets really, really messed up at the end of that second season. Third season, even okay, more. Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, it kind of switches in a couple of episodes in, like, season one to, like, crazy. And, like, things are just not all over the place, but there's a lot going on, basically. Uh, and you kind of... One of those shows where you got paid, so... Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fall is basically about. He's nicknamed the Belfast Strangler. He basically has this sort of like weird, like sexual. Like he'll murder these women and then like uh, dress them up in shades and that kind of thing. Um, and at the end of the second season, he was shot, and then of course he was recovered. Uh, and then basically, the first couple of episodes have been like recovering him, and apparently he's had some form of like amnesia. 
he remembers like his whole all of his family and stuff um but like he has no recollection of any of his crimes and in fact he got shown some photos and he like doesn't recognize any of the people apart from like one that he saw like 10 years ago or something so his mind's kind of all over the place uh but he kind of gave this slight kind of not he didn't wink at the camera at the end of the episode but uh after he was shown the photos and stuff the nurse left the room the camera went to his face and uh he's kind of his eyebrow twitched slightly towards the camera as if to like i'm lying sort of thing so um be interesting to see where that goes that's got three episodes left this year so those are actually the final three episodes of the show um so I will update you guys when that fishes, etc. Um, yeah, not much else apart from that. There was Into the Badlands, which I'll get into after we talk about some other stuff. Uh, the first kind of topic I have is Netflix versus Weekly. So we've obviously got Netflix, which has turned into a huge streaming thing. You've got things like Stranger Things, which is very popular. There's also a review of that on the website, uh, which Amanda posted yesterday. So go and check that out. Uh, and then they have obviously things like Orange is New Black, House of Cards, um, I'm probably forgetting quite a few. They have things like The Ranch, which is fairly new. Uh, of course, all the Marvel Defender series. Uh, what's your favourite Netflix show? One that's like a Netflix original. Netflix original, I'd have to go with Stranger okay. Things. Just because it was so unique and it vibed so much with me for being in the 80s and being in that era and everything I could really kind of believe, you know, because I've talked about that before, about how everything, how the actors acted and now everything kind of played out is something that I could believe really happening, except accepting all the supernatural stuff. Yeah, um, yeah I'd have to go with maybe, I don't know, Orange is New Black is very, very good. Um, House of Cards I kind of just got into, so I haven't actually seen all that to, to judge it enough. Uh, I did like Netflix's Love. Uh, that's what it was called. Did you ever see that? I did okay. not. It's kind of like... These two kind of characters me, and... The description of that show on Netflix is actually extremely, like, accurate. Like, it's not just sort of... Like, when you read the description for The Walking Dead, it's like... Police sheriff caught in a zombie apocalypse. This is like... Very, very specific to that. Um, but you'd have to watch it to realise why it's kind of so good. Um, so what do you prefer? Do you prefer, like, weekly TV? Do you prefer binging stuff? Uh, obviously, with full 20-plus episode seasons, that can be quite sort of a lot to take in, I guess. Uh, what do you prefer? I actually prefer the Netflix stuff just because they get to do a lot of things that most peop- most networks yeah. wouldn't do. Like you would never have Daredevil as a regular TV show. You would never have Luke Cage as a regular TV show. But the Netflix series, they're proving that that business model in terms of fans will watch this has been so successful that now you get a lot of a lot of smaller stuff that might be more niche uh, kind of a thing going on. Okay. You know, it lets you bring back a couple seasons of shows that you like. Yeah, like when they randomly kind of add things. Like the other day, they, uh, I think they added Rick and Morty season one, which I, I've heard a lot of good things about. I actually haven't heard anything bad about it uh, in terms of its quality, so I'm going to try and get around to that. Uh, there's a lot of, it's one of them services where you'll continuously add things to your list and you may or may not ever get around to them. Um, 
but it's always I like the way they do that, like the way you can add things to your list. Um, even though sometimes I think the one thing Netflix that I don't like is when I go to click on a particular show and it plays automatically within like a couple of seconds, and then you have to click on play and then pause and then back and then back. Uh, so that kind of I don't know frustrates me slightly, but um, yeah, Netflix really I think he especially in the last kind of two years maybe has really kind of been quite successful with certain things because uh, yeah it's definitely blossomed blossomed in its way to mm. take care of and I, I always say to people like get netflix it's more than worth your money it's like not only do they have so many originals now and so many um like original films as well i've started to notice a few of them cropping up as well there's uh one that i watched recently called the fundamentals of caring uh, it's about basically this young boy who's in a wheelchair, and he has this other thing going on, I can't remember quite what it was, some kind of breathing thing he had to use, uh, and it's basically um, this guy goes and like looks after him, and they have not a typical road trip, because it goes to different places that you maybe would expect, and like different characters come along, that kind of thing, uh, but that was that was pretty awesome, um, especially like, where it ends and those kind of things, have you seen that at all? I haven't heard okay. of that, no. It's one of those ones that Netflix, I feel like, sneaks on there and doesn't give much promotion for. Uh, and I found that they've done that more recently, especially with, like, the way they added Designated Survivor. There was, like, not... I didn't... There was, like... You know when a new season of, like, Luke Cage or something comes up and it's the first thing there, like, a new season of Orange is New Black comes on, it's the first thing there. It was just kind of in the menus and stuff. Uh, and they did the same thing with Frequency, really, uh, recently, sorry. Um, where they kind of added that as well. You said you watched that the other day, didn't you? I talked about it because I knew that it was coming back, but I haven't actually had a chance to watch right. it yet. Uh, yeah, so they added that the other day. Um, but I suppose, like, with something like House of Cards, I recently tried to watch weekly. That didn't work, and now I'm watching, like, maybe two a week, uh, kind of close together. But... Sometimes I, I do prefer weekly TV, one, because it's easier to digest, and two, because um, it's almost like a book club way, as like, you watch the thing, you talk about it for like a couple of days, you let it digest for a week, and then you kind of just come back to it after that, um, but I get what you mean in terms of like, the things they can do with Netflix, because it's a subscription service and stuff, um, so it's particularly exciting that way. Uh, anything else on that? Oh, on the subject? No, but if you look at like Daredevil and not the the brutal violence that's necessary yeah. for that character, you would never get away with that on no, a network TV show. Uh, so yeah, it's good. It's good for that. It's almost. I don't want to go comparing it to HBO, but it kind of feels the same as that. Like they can get away with what they want, and it's like a subscription service. I mean, I don't fully know how HBO runs and stuff, uh, but it kind of feels like the same territory as that, maybe. As they do, they do their sort of mm -hmm. like eight to thirteen episode seasons, and you know you can either sit down and watch it in two or three sittings, or you can kind of spread it out. Uh, so next thing I have to talk about is, um, do you watch any like musical shows at all, like Nashville or Empire, or did you watch High School Musical a few years ago? Anything like that? No, I was never really into that. Well, um, I watched High School Musical back when. Uh, I was at high school at the time, 
uh, and I think they had three of them, and then it just like drifted off. I never heard of it again, and it, it was decent. Of course, I didn't have maybe the same standards for entertainment as I do now, or the same you know thoughts and feelings on entertainment. Uh, I know Empire is quite big in the US. It gets quite a few viewers. Uh, I think that's on Fox as well, and then Nashville, uh, which I think has moved, it got cancelled from ABC, and then it was picked up, not by MTV, but it was some other music channel over there. Uh, I'm not sure of the name of it, but um, would you ever consider watching any of these types of shows? VH1, maybe? VH1, I'm not sure. No, something like that never really, yeah, something like that never really interests me. I mean, I'm a consumer of music. I listen to it, but that goes more into the production mm. side of it, and that part's where really interested me. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's on some other music channel. One, one I hadn't heard of before, but uh, you can watch them over there. I, they're probably writing it or maybe filming it by now. The uh, sixth yeah. season? Yeah, fifth season, because uh, it's the fourth over here. Well, the irony is they call it a music channel, and 95% of the content is not music for music videos. It's all like yeah, reality shows. Kind of, isn't that what happened with MTV? Like, they have they had Scream, which I really enjoyed, and they're also apparently making a uh, World TV show. I heard that the other day. That I don't know. It's just that's the joke here in the States is that the music in MTV stopped being music back in the mm-hmm. mid-'90s. I mean, it's been a long time since it was a pure 100% music video. And the argument has always been, well, nobody was watching music Mm. videos. I mean, I don't pay that much attention to music in general. Like, I hear when, like, you know, when, what's her name? Uh, When someone releases a new album or a new single and it's, like, a big hit, that kind of thing, I I, I take I pay attention to that, Mm -hmm. but... I don't know, I don't listen to that much music, but music's kind of all over the place these days. It's, you know, in your films, new TV, when uh, certain things happen. But it's kind of like, it, with Nashville, it's like giving me a scripted show with drama storylines and occasionally with comedy. I mean, there isn't that many comedic moments, uh, especially not this season. Um, but then it's like giving me that and then giving me the kind of three to four minute stage musical kind of things which uh, I really enjoy the combination of and maybe I should just check out Empire I don't know but uh, I'm not really into that well Empire is going to be um, very much into like rap and mm. hip hop so you'd have to be really into that kind of music to get mm. the most out of it now having said that that the actors that they've got on that show are really really good and if you're just into well acting shows then it's worth watching mm. it for that but it's one of those things that it's kind of a two-part show, two one part well acted, one part the music, and you gotta kind of have an investment in at least one of those to really get the most yeah. out of the show. I, I may check it out sometime. The same thing with like long-running shows like Supernatural as well. I may check those out sometime. Uh, the only problem with watching Supernatural now is that season one would look and feel quite old. Like the same thing if you went back and watched Twenty Four season one or like. Maybe the same thing with... I don't know if it would have the same effect with like Heroes or Lost. Uh, definitely not with Lost, because I'm doing my rewatch and it's not had that effect. But that kind of old feel of it. Do you get what I mean? Well, I mean, it's definitely going to have some dated yeah. level. Like, it's very, the easiest way to, to date a show is just mm. technology. 
You know, do they, does somebody say, well, look me up on my face, on my MySpace page? Or do they give them an AOL email address? Or is it a clamshell flip phone? Or looking at the computer screen, is it a big giant CRT with a big giant box right next to it? Uh, That's the easiest way to date technology in terms of that yeah. show. Um, I mean, I guess if I, like, watched one weekly until I was caught up, I could maybe catch up, but that's like, that is a lot of TV, because it's what, that's a 20-plus episode show per season? Yeah, if you were, if you had never seen Supernatural, if you watch four episodes a day, it would take you literally a month to get caught up to season How many 11. a day, sorry? Four. If you did four a day on a seven-day work week, that's 21 episodes. That's essentially a season. So actually, I was wrong. It would take you two and a half months of watching four episodes a day to get caught up to the current season. Maybe I could, yeah, I could maybe just try one a week for now. If I obviously don't like yeah. the show, then I won't continue anyway, but... Uh... Yeah, well, it, it was Supernatural, it's kind of tough because season one is a lot of... Season one and season two are a lot of world building. All right. Three is where things start to get kind of interesting. Uh, four and five get really, really intense, and, and after season six, they just start having fun with it. And they can do pretty much anything, and it rolls. All right. All right. Maybe I'll, like, check some trailers out and those sort of things. I mean, I've seen all the clips because E4 have been showing over and they've been showing adverts. Uh, and it, lo- it looks it looks mm-hmm. fine. So, um, yeah. Uh, so next thing we have to talk about is, uh, do you have Amazon Video? I do. I'm a Prime member. I have been for a very long time. If nothing else, it's worth the money for the free shipping for how Mm -hmm. much I buy on it. But the Amazon Prime Video is such an easy service, and it's free, and it's really cool, and I use it a lot. That's how I catch up on uh, um, Orphan Black, because that's not on anything else. It's only on Amazon Video. Uh, So I I recently got it, and I was looking through some some of their – Originals to see what exclusive things they had. I uh, went into Into the Badlands, which I checked out the pilot episode for. One of the better pilot episodes I've had, uh, I've seen. Uh, it didn't like, it just didn't faff about too much. It was. Oh no! It, it got kind of straight into action. It introduced this kind of cool-looking character. He's on this bike, and uh, the sword combat I really enjoyed. Like that was one of the reasons I was watching it. I mean, I don't know, I don't feel anything for the characters at the moment because I barely like know their names or anything. Uh, of course, it's just the pilot episode. But there's these, there's a couple of scenes where like the way they, it might sound really cliche, but like the way they do slow motion with some of the fighting scenes and they do all these flips and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it sounds really basic, but I don't know. It just looks, looks really good. And that's, uh, that's an AMC show. It's executed yeah, very yeah. well. Uh, so did you did you watch it? I'm guessing. I watched it, but it's so long since I've seen it because that was like two or three years ago. I think I've forgotten most of it, so I might have to go and rewatch. Uh, if you're looking through Amazon Video, another good one to watch is The Man in I, the High Castle. Things about that, yeah. Um. Basically, what it is, without spoiling too much, it's an alternate history uh, of World War Two to where. The Axis powers won, and basically Germany got everything from New York to the Colorado Rocky Mountains, and then Japan got basically Oregon, uh, 
California and everything on the other side of the mountains, but the two sides aren't equal. One's slowly taking over the other, and both sides know it and just kind of rolling with it. And these films crop up out of nowhere that show the actual history that happened. And it's kind of a big mystery of, well, how are they getting made? And why is somebody collecting them? And what's going on with them? And it gets really weird and mm. really good. I'm glad that the majority of Amazon originals I looked at have the 13-episode seasons, which I do genuinely prefer. Uh, I mean, with comedies, I prefer the 20-plus because it's only half an hour uh, or like even 20 minutes mm-hmm. goes so quickly. That's why something like... Uh, not to change the subject too much, but something like Bojack Horseman goes so quickly, but it's only 12 episodes, um, and it's like 25 minutes, so those go pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, is there like a lot of action and stuff in the... Uh, it's more... I won't call it drama, because I don't really... It doesn't really fall into drama. It's like non-scary suspense. It's kind of like a right. spy thriller, but on like a very, very muted okay. level. Like if you watch a James Bond film, there's intense moments, but you wouldn't really call it a suspense movie. It's you know a little action, a little history, a little alt history, and it just kind of goes from there. It's really kind of hard to describe in terms of genres. All right. But if you're a fan of like alternate history timelines, it's definitely worth a watch. I'll, uh, I'll give it a go. Is it? It's got one season with two. Second one coming out. I don't know if the second one is actually coming out. All right. I know that they kind of planned on it, but I don't know. If, I haven't heard anything about it okay. filming yet. Uh, another one is Vikings, which I I uh, hear good things about. I heard it. I've heard it once be compared to Game of Thrones, which obviously sword fighting that sort. Of... It is kind of a PG version of Game of Thrones. It's actually there's a channel here in the states called the History yeah. Channel, and some of it is history. Some of it is you know batshit crazy aliens invented everything theory some of it is just this is like really really weird crap and we don't know what's going on um and some of it is vikings and it's very very intense but it's very popular so uh, it's what i mean these days is so much like it's not a complaint but it's like there is so much tv that around like there's all the stuff that's on preview that I watch, all the stuff that's on Sky, and then there's all the superhero shows, and there's all these Amazon shows I'm just discovering. Um, and there's like 11 seasons of Supernatural. Um, so, mm-hmm. what else did I see on there? There was obviously um, the Grand Tour, which is Clarkson, Hammond, and May's brand new Top Gear thing, which is streaming weekly from the 18th. I've I've seen bits and pieces yeah. of Top Gear, but I've never been like a car person anyway, so I, I don't think I'll be watching that. Well, it's one of those things that it, it kind of centers around cars, but once the show, once the gear got good, it was really, I had to put it in the, the UK vernacular, it was really about three mates taking the piss out of each other, okay. and that was 80% of the fun of the show. Oh. It's like, uh, they're always making fun of James May because he drives slow. He drives like an 80-year-old person <laughs> that can't get see over the wheel. And they always make fun of Hantman because he's short. And they always make fun of uh, Clarkson because he's a bit of an ass, but in the fun way. And it's just three – it really vibes off, at least for the Top Gear episodes. It really vibed off as just three friends that would have 
done it anyway. They just had a show and a budget and can do it on a more expensive mm. level. All right. Um, so, yeah, so that's about all I've seen at the moment on Amazon. I only spent, like, a few minutes on there, and I was going on there to watch Into the Badlands. Uh, of course, there's, like, Mr. Robot, which over there, New Network, uh, which mm-hmm. I like how they do the muted F-bombs, as they're called, over there. They're, they're really cool. Sometimes I don't yeah. notice them because... I don't know, there's just so much going on in the scene sometimes, and it's so, like, brief that you miss it sometimes, but it's a cool way to do it and get away with it. Um, and I kind of... Yeah, I tried watching that show. I watched most of the first episode. It was just so emotionless and mechanical. I, I couldn't get into it. I've heard people say it's... Yeah. Yeah, I've heard people say it's really, really good. I just... It never really vibed mm. with me, so. I don't think the second season was good as the first. I think they stumbled in... A few places, um, especially with regarding the re- one of the big reveals in season two, it was a bit like I don't know, just didn't quite hit where 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 it should have. Um, but yeah, season three that will be rolling around next year. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of season three, I finally was able to pull okay. up an article on an unrelated show that we haven't right. talked about yet. I Zombie apparently got pushed off. Into a yeah, mid-season in, uh, launch. January. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was like a production issue or a casting issue or something. But we were talking CW, and I couldn't for the life of me see what time it was on or what day it was on. And I actually had to do just a quick mm-hmm. uh, news search to find it and to find out it got pushed to 2017. Yeah. Do you think that's – because, I mean, CW have got a lot of shows now. Um you... Well, they've got a lot of shows, but they also ended on, on such a bizarre ending for okay. the last I'm season. About, I'm some way through season two. I'm about four episodes, five episodes in to season two. Okay. Well, then I won't spoil it for you. Just say whatever you expect, however you expect the show to end, you will be wrong. You will be absolutely okay. wrong, yeah. which is a good thing, but it's also frustrating when you want to see – what happens next, and then it gets delayed six months. Dead. <laughs> uh, I, I've kind of... Uh, I'll talk briefly about something to Walking Dead. It's not going to involve any spoilers. Uh, I don't know who died either, so I can't spoil that for you. But... Well, they haven't... That's actually an interesting thing. Nobody knows who died because in order to keep that from getting leaked, every single person that was on scene, they filmed them getting hmm. killed. So every single character, there's footage of them getting killed by Negan. Mm. And so that way they everybody knows they could be killed, but nobody knows who gets killed, except for, I'm guessing, the writers and mm. producers. I, I was going to just talk about, they released, uh, I'm not talking about a sneak peek that they released, but they had, uh, it was like an interview style thing. Um, it to do with like, the journey or something. There was a special that's on Sunday and Monday. Uh, called the journey so far, which is a two-hour thing, but it's like I've never mm-hmm. had something teased to me so much in terms of TV and waited so long for something. I mean, not only have we been waiting six months, but it was like everyone knew Negan was on the way, everyone knew he was coming, everyone knew he was going to kill someone, and then it's like, like I'm not complaining anymore about the cliffhanger. I'm just like discussing it as to like. They do that, they introduce him, they have the cliffhanger, and then it's another six months, so it's like, just extends the waiting, and then, it's like, a lot a lot of the time on Facebook, I'll see AMC posts like, don't forget, it's October 23rd, and they'll have a picture of Negan with his baseball bat, and I'll see that like, 
I've been seeing that lately like twice a week, yeah. and it's like I just want to see it now. Speak. Speaking of that, have you seen any of those prank videos? What what um, prank videos? Um, the character, um, the two main, the, what do I consider the two main characters? Uh, the uh, the sheriff character and then the crossbow guy whose names I'm Darryl. completely blanking on right now for the actual. Yeah, Daryl, his and the uh, um, Rick. the main character. Rick. Yeah, yeah, Rick and Daryl. Um, well, they pranked uh, Rick officially, like through the company, and then the actor that's been playing Daryl has—if you get on his Instagram feed—he's got some videos of him pranking. Like they—they they were filming in Atlanta, and so the actor found Rick's car, got into it, and then poured glitter into oh, yeah. the AC events. Pretty fun, yeah. Yeah, but the official one was they found a super fan from Walking Dead, and he happened to be uh, paraplegic. He didn't okay. have any legs. So they got him up in full zombie gear and then got the actor into a room mm. to do an interview, and he was hiding under the table. So he crawls out all zombie style, like, ah, yeah. and just freaks the hell yeah, out of them. I saw uh, that one as well, yeah. If you... Yeah, that, that yeah, was pretty that, cool. That was good, yeah. Um, especially considering, like, no offense to the person himself, but considering it was without legs as well, like, that makes it more interesting. Like, I'm not trying to offend him or anything like that at all. It's just, like, you know, that, uh, unless you, like... Oh, I would have cracked yeah, my pants yeah, if I saw that. Um, yeah, kind of cool, kind of interesting. Uh, there was also, I think, um, I think at the, one of the Comic-Con panels they do, because they do so many of them, um... I think it was the official one for this year where Andrew Lincoln came out and tried to blow glitter from his hand into Norman Reedus and then he missed or something or Daryl Norman Reedus ducked and then it blew back into uh, Andrew Lincoln's face. That, that was quite funny. So, uh, yeah, they did mm-hmm. some good stuff like that. And it's good, to, it's good for them to have that kind of humor and comedy on such a dark show. Uh, so it, it kind of, I get yeah. Well, you kind of have to just to survive it. Um, so yeah, that's about all the notes we have. We have two emails to discuss of people that uh, sent us. Um, an email from Jacob. He says, Hi there, guys. I discovered your TV podcast when you started. I'm assuming he means the first episode that we did for this. And I'm glad you guys have come back. My question is, what is your guys, in your guys' opinion, the best TV show of all time and why? Thanks and keep up the good work. Uh... So I'll li- I'll give you a bit of time to think because I already have an answer. Obviously, because I saw the scene, I'd probably um, I would say Breaking Bad. It's just I've never seen a show that consistent, and maybe it was because I didn't watch it over the course of five five or six years. I watched it over the course of two or three months. Uh, like I'm, I watched that as the same pace that I'm watching Lost in a moment, which was like what, maybe one a day, one every two three days, that sort of thing. Not like binge four or five in a row. Um, so yeah, it's just the show's, the show's actors are phenomenal, the storylines, the way that, one particular thing is the way with, like, with the cold opens, it will show you something so out of context that you will, like, wonder what it is, and then it will give you the intro sequence, which was like, I felt it worked very well with it, and then it would 
over the course of that episode, or maybe the, the episode after, it would explain what that thing is, and it would just keep that consistency so well. And I feel like it's the show that I've watched with the least filler. I can hardly think of any filler for it, because it's run so... It wasn't too short, it wasn't too long, it, it felt like it was just right. Um, what would you say? What, uh, any shows that come to mind? I know it's a big question. Uh, if I had to pick a show that was that I would call the best of all time, I kind of have to go with Doctor Who. Okay. Just because it's gone for so long in so many different iterations and so many different mm. changes, but it always feels relevant, and it's always something that it doesn't really have a genre, yeah. per se. I mean, it kind of fills, fills into that and falls into that kind of nerd genre, because it definitely doesn't have a very passionate nerd fan base. But if you, it started out as like a history educational show in the 60s. Okay. And it always had super relevancy for that. Um, other than that, I'd kind of have to say maybe the Star Trek series, not counting the J.J. Abrams reboot. Right. Because that pushed the envelope so much. Because if, if you think about the late 60s, and that time in America, uh, there's the budding Cold War and the budding animosity with Russia. One of the characters was Russian. And it was all the uh, racial strife. And one of the characters was African-American. And that was actually the first interracial kiss on TV was Kirk and Uhura. So in just in terms of historical and cultural significance, I'd probably have to go with that one. But I enjoy so many shows for so many different reasons. I really couldn't peg a best of okay. ever for um, my personal taste. Breaking Bad just sticks out to me in that way uh, a lot more. Um, it may be because of the time frame that I watched it, or I don't know it was. I think it was the year after it finished. I just heard so much about it, like the hype for it at that time was just crazy, and I just kept seeing it pop up on my Netflix and uh, add it to my list and then it was you know when summer is not dead but very very slow like you've got one or two things on during the week and I was like I'm gonna sit here and like start this now um, because there must be a reason why this is getting so much praise um, and it wasn't mm -hmm. in terms of my actual interest in it it wasn't like it wasn't as if, like, let's say a new zombie... I discover a new zombie show in because I like that genre. It was like, okay, the storyline seems okay. Like, it's, you know, this guy who gets cancer and um, starts doing these uh, drug deals and stuff. And this guy joins him and that sort of thing. I wasn't interested in it that way for the story, obviously, until I started watching it. Um, but it was just... It really stuck out to me like that, and I was like, there has to be a reason for this to be so good. Uh, I have to just at least check it out. And that pilot just hooked me so much that I was like, I know this show has finished. I know it's been properly wrapped up. And I was like, I need to just finish this because, like, it feels like it's so worth it, and it was. Um, but, yeah, if you when – whenever I see any person or – any like Facebook comment or anything that says, "Can you guys recommend a show?" Breaking Bad is like the first thing I put in. Obviously, I put things like Walking Dead 24, uh, and various various other different things like Flash and that. But Breaking Bad is always the first thing that I write down. Um, 
but yeah, it just sticks out to me so much like that. I know a lot of people like Game of Thrones a lot, and Game of Thrones is incredible. Um, it's, I, I may get some slack, I guess, for saying this. It doesn't feel... It feels very... It, Game of Thrones is very, very consistent, but I just feel like Breaking Bad is more consistent um, in that... Well, the problem with Game of Thrones is that it's a lot of shows are character-driven, and it's kind of hard to get into a character-driven show when so many of the characters get yeah, killed off. Yeah, I, I get what you mean from that, yeah. I mean, not even a little bit. I mean, a lot of characters get killed off on Game of Thrones, and it's just one of those things that, you know, you're watching for the storyline, but so much of the storyline is involved with characters, and, okay, now they're dead, 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 okay, now they're dead. and then how, what do you yeah. get into? Yeah, I guess that's the thing that works with Breaking Bad is that people were killed off so kind of so much less frequent that it was more like worth it. I guess like with Game of Thrones, you have like fifty plus mm -hmm. characters who can kill off three or four and get away with it. Um, but like, like I'm not gonna say who dies in Breaking Bad, obviously. But if you go in in an episode and kill off um, Skylar and Jesse or something, that's like a lot to happen in like one episode and it's yeah I just, personally it just feels Breaking Bad just feels that more consistent don't get me wrong I love Game of Thrones and it's awesome um, but yeah Breaking Bad just sticks out to me that way uh, anything else on that? no that's pretty okay. much it uh, and the last email we have and I guess the last piece for this podcast is um, email from uh, Jacob as well uh, sorry this one's from Amanda uh, not the Amanda that works for us. Um, what's it? Oh, this is actually the wrong one. I need to go and get to the other one. So what's this called? Okay, <coughs> yeah, I accidentally grabbed the same email twice. Yeah, uh, our next email is from Amanda. She says, hi, Matt and Robert. Um, she says, what are some shows you guys would like to be rebooted or revived? Keep doing what you're doing. Um, so I guess, obviously, revived is very different to rebooted. Like, reboot is, like, new cast, new mm -hmm. new story. But, like, reboot is almost like if, let's say, The Walking Dead was cancelled and Fear the Walking Dead came along. That's what I would call a reboot. Obviously, Fear the Walking Dead is a reboot spin mm -hmm. off because The Walking Dead is still going. Um, any shows that come to mind? Again, I have an answer unless you uh, unless you don't straight away. Uh, the one show I'd like to continue, not rebooted, mm. would be Firefly. Uh, just because it's such a unique idea that I really don't think it was given a fair chance. In terms of timeline, it's been uh, 13 years. So you could realistically get re get it rebooted without having too much fan flip out. And trust me, the, the Firefly fans that I know are super, super <laughs> insane passionate about it. And that would be something that I would personally like to continue because they had the one season and then they have the so movie. Was it, was it this season and, and then, then they got the, cancelled and then the film? Or was it the other way around? What it the, the sequence was is they had 14 right. episodes. Um, the first four or five didn't get played in the correct 
order okay, for whatever reason. Okay. The times eventually got chained around, and then the last two episodes never actually made it to air. It, it had a lot of fashion, passionate fan base. Fans were actually taking up collections and then taking out advertisements in like movie trade magazines, okay. basically begging, saying, we love you, we support you, please continue the show. And this is not pre-internet because the internet you know, goes back to like the mid-50s. But this was pre-modern internet to where you could have like, you know, GoFundMe campaigns and web surveys and online petitions and things like that. So for enough people to get organized and to get, you know, enough money together to actually take out advertisements and trade magazines kind of speaks to the passion right. of the fan base. And then they released it out on DVD with the promise that if the sales were good enough, they would try to make a movie. And the DVD sales were really, really, really right. big. And that got enough interest to get okay. a movie going. And so they made a movie and released it. And it was a good enough movie in that it was kind of like a big sloppy wet kiss <laughs> to the fans. Yeah. Um, but all the actors have since gone on to do other things. Uh, Nathan Fillion went on to do a bunch of seasons oh. of Castle. Uh, Gina Torres went on to do uh, Suits which I'm not a big fan of, but, you know, I'm always fans of actors yeah. getting work. Uh, Jewel State did a little bit of this over that, a couple seasons of uh, Stargate Atlantis, uh, a season about how horrible it is in L.A., which I don't remember the title yeah. of, uh, a couple other things. Adam Baldwin's just been doing cameos and voiceover work. And all the other actors have, you know, gone on to do other things. So I don't think you could bring them all back to do a show, but I think the way that they set up the world and set up the universe as it was, you could do kind of like Star Trek Next Generation. I mean, it, it accepted the pre the previous season, paid honor to it. Okay. And ultimately, I think, was a better product than the original Star Trek. I think you could do something like that with Firefly, and I think that would really get embraced by the fans. Of course, like anything else, you'd have to do it right. You couldn't just throw crap at a wall and expect it to stick. What about like Revival? Any shows that maybe something that got cancelled? I know you just spoke about um, Firefly. Yeah. Anything could be revived? I'd like to see. Uh, Her I know Heroes recently got revived, but I'd like to see Heroes actually properly wrapped up. Well, something that I'd kind of like to see revived. Did you ever see the show Reaper? It was kind of one of those weird shows that they got a couple of seasons and it had a really interesting premise. They just never really went anywhere with it. Basically what it is is there's just some schlub. You know, he lives with his parents and he works at the equivalent of a home improvement okay. store. Like one of those giant mega corporate retail yeah. Yeah. And then it turns out before he was born, his parents sold his soul to the devil. Right. But the devil's not like a big, evil, torturous dude. He's just more of that really conniving guy that you know that you know he's there. You just don't really want to have any interaction with him. And his job is to capture souls that escape out of hell. But because he works at the Home Depot place and because the, because the devil's a bit of a trolling dick, he has to capture the soul stuff he gets from the, from the home, home repair place. It's like there's a guy that's like a dust devil, and so he has to get like a vacuum cleaner, like one of those little hand portable vacuum cleaners, and suck up the escape, so send it back to hell. 
But it's a real campy, goofy, funny kind of a show. Oh. And it's got some people that went on to do you know bigger shows. It's got Tyler Levine in it. It's got Missy yeah. Perigam in it. It has Ray Fiennes. Uh, no, not Ray Fiennes. Some, uh, Ray Weiss as the devil. And you see him. You'll know him when you see him because he's always like an evil okay. bad guy. Not because he looks the part, but just because he can he can emote that okay. really well. So was it like cancelled or like it's not finished properly or? It, it just it it was cancelled. It got two seasons and it got really interesting in terms of you know there's a demon that's escaped, but she's kind of like a reformed angel demon, and then there's like a whole uh, prophecy of something else going on. And then one of the characters' best friends falls in love with one of the demons. And then one of the other characters falls in love with a stepsister. And it gets really bizarre. They just start, you know, going for, you know, swinging for the fences, as it okay. were. And it's something that I would have liked to have seen the third season, maybe a revival, okay. maybe a reboot of it. That one I think you could probably reboot right. really well. Who, um, who had that? Well, um... that? That was part of... When UPN and uh, the other network merged and became CW. Right. Was that like today's CW? Uh, the WB. Different. Yeah, today it would technically fall under the CW. But about, I don't know, seven years ago, I want to say, two, two kind of like half networks that were doing shows like that, like uh, uh, UPN and WB merged and became the CW. Yeah, I guess my answer for Reed would be Lost. Uh, I don't know if people are sick of hearing me talk about Lost, but I like it and I'm rewatching it, so there you go. Um, I, I, like, I get the Jack and Sawyer and Kate story, it's finished. Um, you can say what you want about the ending, that the story's finished and that. Um, I mean, you could always... I don't know if they would ever want to do another episode of Lost to wrap things up, quote, properly. Like... It depends what your view is on the ending, to, to be honest. Um, but yeah, just have. I'm fine with like another lane crash, and to have obviously brand new characters, uh, new actors. Uh, make the make the plane crash like different. Have something similar to the hatch, and maybe have it be instead of them typing in the buttons, have that change to something else. Almost like not an adaption to Lost, but something just like really similar, like a spin-off reboot almost, um, where you've got the same types of things happening, but in like different ways, uh, and it has like change the smoke monster to something else, and, and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'd like to see that happen, and have, have you know, the same amount of characters, have it on have that on HBO, um, or, or like a Netflix, that would, that would do well, I suppose. Um, but that would depend on how many people would see that as what people would call a cash cow? They're like, oh, they're just doing it again because it was successful the first time. Um, obviously, that's why I would another one because I found it to be successful and enjoyable and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I'd definitely say Lost or um, something like Skins or Misfits over here. I don't know if you've seen either of those. Have you seen of those? No, I've seen Misfits. I liked it up until they replaced all the characters yeah, in the first season. A, a and then I stopped happened, watching it. Uh, with, with like the cast and stuff. Nobody dealt with it. But they, they did the best like they could, I felt. Uh, what about um, Skins? 
I I know the name, but I honestly can't remember the plot. It's basically like teenage high school slash college stuff with dark storylines and like there was some like drug and alcohol stuff, but not all the characters were always involved. It's like let's say you take Scream, take away the killer, Mm -hmm. but have just other storylines. It was it was really good. Like I thoroughly enjoyed Skins, and it ended in a strange way. Where it finished, but it was like what they basically did because they had what they called three generations, where they had six seasons. They had seven in total, but they had six seasons. They had basically one set of characters would be two seasons each, and then you'd finish their storylines. So it would also almost be like the passing the torch thing. Um, there was one character that went through generations one and two. Uh, her name was Effie. Um, so I, I'm not, they didn't quite explain how she was still at the school. I think it was maybe she moved schools. I, I can't quite remember that far back. But uh, she was like one of the most popular characters. And then they had obviously Generation 2 and then 3. And then obviously people debate on which was the best generation and stuff of characters. Um, I, mm-hmm. I still would, couldn't give you my answer to this day. Maybe like two or, Generation 2 or 3. Um, and then with the seventh season, they basically had one character from each generation. One of the characters were Effie, was Effie. And they gave them a kind of wrap-up storyline because everybody else's storyline had been wrapped up because they had given them two seasons each. Um, but then it's like, we're going to bring these three popular characters back um, and then kind of wrap up their storylines. Uh, and it finished in a nice way and I was happy with it and it it ended really nicely. Well, not nicely, but it you know it finished really, really well. Um, it, you could do that forever, really. Like, have, you know, every two years have a new generation come in and but then I guess eventually that would be like season 15, 16, whatever, and you could... Uh, and then you're yeah. the Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, have you seen the trailer for the movie that they're I doing did, for I that? I didn't get much from it. It didn't really... I don't know, it was a strange trailer. Right? So I watched it twice, actually, because the first time I was like, I think I missed something. And I don't know, I was just expecting to see them more in the Power Rangers outfits. Oh, I'm sure oh, they'll yeah, do a yeah. second trailer where they it's show just, all that. But I did see it, and I'm just like, great. They're making moody teens, because that's what we don't have enough of in media right now is moody yeah. teenagers. Um, but yeah, I would say make make a revival of uh, Skins or something like that, because that's not something that... You know, that could be a reboot. or There's a fine line, I guess, that you cross with that. But um, yeah, Skins and Misfits were things I'd like to come back. There's still things like IT Crowd that were really good. Uh, Melissa Joey, Joey, which I really like. Did you ever see that with uh, Melissa Joan Hart? Uh, I've, I, I know I've seen a couple <clears throat> episodes, but I don't think it was ever really on at a time that I could watch it consistently. Okay. Um, well, I watched every, I watched one a day while I was having lunch for, I don't know how many months, but uh, I think it was um, on its final season at that time, so I had plenty of it to watch. And that's really, uh, really enjoyed that show. I was kind of, Surprised that they were that they managed to wrap things up the way they did, um, which was it was a rushed finale episode which could easily get a revival, or a, not a reboot. You wouldn't want because that was like Melissa Joan Hart's show. Uh, as much as people liked mm-hmm. um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, this was like this was a thing where you can do it without, I guess, because it was like their show. Um, like if you put a mm-hmm. new family in, it wouldn't feel the same. I know people might wonder. I'm saying that considering what's happening with 24, but, like, because a lot of people say, you know, you can't do 24 without Jack, but we'll have to see how that happens. Um, 
but it's I don't know I don't think it would work the same way if you did that with uh, Melissa and Jeremy if you just put a new family in um, plus the fact that Melissa was played by a girl called Melissa it kind of connected things a bit better I, I guess you could say um, but yeah lost maybe lost Melissa Joan Hart uh, Melissa Joan Hart Melissa and Jerry and uh, Skins is what I'd like to come back um, any last thoughts on anything before we wrap up no, it's just I still got a few shows that I got to catch up on, but things are looking really interesting on the CW yeah. front. Um, yeah. I don't know if they're ever. I don't know if they'll ever get like Netflix popular because I guess it's a different medium and stuff. But they're starting to gain more attention, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. But uh, I guess you could say that's because of the superhero stuff that they have, uh, especially this season because they. Well, that and superhero stuff is really yeah. popular. It really hasn't played yeah. itself out yeah. yet. It's going to be many years to come with it, which I, I look forward to. Um, but yeah, I think that wraps everything up for today. Thanks everyone for listening. If you'd like to check out all the uh, latest content on the website, it's entertainmenttalk.org. If you'd like to keep up to date with us, um, and I've been sending tweets out of like when we'll be maybe recording, just like if a podcast is delayed, I would let you guys know as soon as I can on Twitter. Um, so follow us on Twitter at eTalkUK because I couldn't call it Entertainment Talk because that's apparently too long. Uh, I've never actually explained that. I called it eTalkUK because to make sure that it's you know people know it's from the UK and it's a shortened version of entertainment talk because I couldn't think of that on Twitter. Um, that's like yeah, their names are limited to fourteen characters. So I, I didn't know that to them. Um, yeah, the name of it is entertainment talk, but it's at eTalk UK. If you have any increase in feedback, just like uh, Amanda and Jacob had, uh, thank you, Amanda and Jacob, for sending those in. Um, please feel free to send those in to entertainmenttalk.com. You can also write to us if you'd like to write a podcast or do Let's Plays for the website or any other content like that. Um, but yeah, that's everything for this week. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll likely see you next week for the Xbox podcast, as that's in a couple of days. Check out Amanda's review on Stranger Things that got posted yesterday. She absolutely loved that show, and she was she's obsessed with it. I don't want to say Amanda's obsessed with it, but that's what she says in her review, so I guess she's obsessed with it. Um, but yeah, it's an excellent show. Go and check out the review for that. Um, if you'd like to check out uh, my top five, sorry, top five best Xbox, Xbox One games, in my opinion, you can check that out on the website. And yeah, there's lots of new categories being made all the time, lots of new stuff. Uh, so yeah, go and check it out, entertainmenttalk.org. Um, so yeah, email me if you'd like to say anything, tweet at us, look up, look, look up us on uh, Facebook. There's actually a Facebook group. Um, so you can either join that and discuss things in there or uh, like the Facebook group. So yeah, there's plenty of ways you can discuss entertainment with us. Um, so yeah, thank everyone for listening. We'll see you for Xbox All in One, episode 48, I think it is next week. Thanks everyone for listening, and we shall see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Cool. Alright, did you have anything else you needed? A second. Um, Oh. Checking the recording, obviously. The thing closed down as I press stop, and I can't see the new one here. So that's really annoying. Um.
because it's got today and sort of short ones that we did 